this week I was inspired by this one specific question because I realized how much it can help us create and sell even better online courses. So listen in so you can use this question too. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Course Creators HQ Podcast, helping you navigate the latest techniques for creating and marketing online courses. And now, here is your host, Julie Hood. Oh my goodness, it's such an exciting week because... Next week on March the 6th, 2023, we're going to start the topic and title challenge for your Rockstar course. So if you are not signed up yet, please, please jump to the link in the show notes at coursecreatorshq.com slash 135 or go to topicandtitlechallenge.com and make sure you get on the list. It's one of my favorite weeks of the year because I get to work with you. It's all free and we get to talk about your topic and your title for your next course. You get to work with and get some feedback from some other folks. And I really hope you'll join us. It's it's a fun week. So um, go to topicandtitlechallenge.com. Okay, so this week's episode is just a little bit different because I was in the car yesterday (laughs) on the way. um, My son lives in Chicago, and so he takes the train back. So I'm on the way back and forth to the train, and it's usually about an hour and a half round trip. So I can get a lot of podcast listening in during that time period. So I was listening to this podcast yesterday, And the host made a comment that I was like, oh my goodness, that is an incredible concept and idea. And then I started digging and thinking about it a little bit more. And I was like, oh, I've got to talk about this today so that you guys can use this too. Because I've always been fascinated with the concept that if we could just answer the right questions we can get to a whole different level of whatever it is we're trying to accomplish, either success or just even changing something simple. If I ask the right question and get the answer, then I can move to a different place. So uh, I remember uh, studying about the Greek philosopher Socrates and how much he supported asking questions. And that kind of came into the Socratic method. And don't worry, I'm not digging into that at all. But just the concept of using a question to take you to a different place and just knowing like once you accept that, like, oh, I get that. I get that concept. Then you're figuring out like, what are the good questions to be asking? What questions should I be using? So yesterday when I got inspired by this one question and started digging into it, I I realized I have to give you guys this one question because it's going to make everything you do a little bit better, a little bit more clear, a little bit more useful for all your potential students. So let's get to it. (laughs) So are you ready? You want to know what this one big question is? So here we go. It is, here's your question and hang out with me because I'm going to dig into this. The question is, is this vague? Okay, let me repeat that. Is this vague? 
So let's talk about all the different places you could use this. Let's say you're thinking about the topic for your course and you ask yourself, is this vague? And if you say yes, you can narrow it in, focus it in, make a topic that's even more perfect for your audience. Or let's say it's your title and you say, hmm, is this title kind of vague? Is this confusing for someone who's reading it that it's it's a little confusing and uncertain then you can tighten that up same sort of thing if you're not quite sure which target audience you're trying to work with is my audience vague that impacts everything that you do with your marketing if you're not quite sure who it is you're trying to reach now let me pause just a second here because one of the things that i have noticed um during all these years of working online is Sometimes you'll pick a target audience and then you get into it and you recognize that's not the right one or you need to change it or you're going to shift. So I'm not saying that you won't do that. That 100% happens and sometimes has to happen. But what I'm trying to say is start off with something that's fairly concrete, that's not vague, and then when you need to adjust it, you can. Okay, what about that result or that transformation that somebody's getting from your course. Is that vague? If it's vague, somebody's maybe not going to sign up for you. And the same sort of thing with each one of your lessons or your lesson titles. Are they clear or are they vague? And when you start looking at your marketing, oh my goodness, there's so many places where you can use this. Is is a looking at your sales page for your course. Is any of it kind of vague and unclear and not quite the description that somebody needs? Or maybe when you talk about yourself, are you not as clear as you could be? Um, when you're doing your email marketing, like is the subject line, is it vague and unclear? How about that message of the email and the call to action that you're giving out in the email? Are those all super clear for your reader so that they know what to do? So you can see like this question can improve so many different things that you are doing. Like let's say you're pulling together your lead magnets and this is kind of the first thing that people get to experience from you when they sign up sometimes. So you want it to be really specific. You don't want it to be vague. Like we really don't want those high level kind of vague discussions of a topic. I've gotten some of those lead magnets and they just make me go, okay, you don't have anything really specific that can help me. I want those nitty gritty details. So put those into the lead magnet and, and make sure it's not vague. Same sort of thing when you're speaking, like when I'm doing this podcast, is it clear? Is it direct? Or am I vague and wandering around and losing y'all as I'm going through? So see how this question is so, so powerful. So then the next thing I thought about, I was like, okay, love the question. I could share that with you, but what are some other things kind of related to this? So I went out to look for some synonyms for vague, and these are also super helpful if you want to jot them down, because it gives you just a slightly different way of thinking about the concept. So if you ever have something that's kind of 
fuzzy or blurry or muddy, those are all synonyms. So if you're not quite sure where things are headed, if you've got fuzzy thinking or your thinking is kind of muddy, that's probably going to come through in whatever you're doing. Another synonym set, unclear or uncertain. And I will tell you, if your students are unclear about your course or kind of uncertain about what the outcome is, they will probably click away or say no and not sign up with you. So we want to keep that super clear, super specific for them. Another one is imprecise. And I love this one with numbers. So when you are using numbers, looking at numbers for your business, if they're kind of vague or kind of uncertain or, and maybe you just don't even know, (laughs) then you need to get more specific and get more precise with the numbers. So this goes back to conversion rates and tracking and any kind of numbers in what's your business. So I'll give you an example here. Like, let's say that you have a lead magnet and you want to know if it's working to get people signed up. So you need to know, okay, how many people are landing on the page and then how many are actually signing up. And even better, if you can go see how many open up the email after that. So those three numbers, if you don't know those, or if you're not quite sure what they are, Those are imprecise and vague, and so we want to get more specific with them. Okay, couple more because I think there's so many places that we can dig in and use this. If something is indistinct or indefinite, then it's not as good as if it can be unique and distinctive. So this goes back to me where... It's your uniqueness, your stories, your distinctiveness that stands out with your students. So right now you've probably heard all of the hubbub about using ChatGPT to help with your courses, help with your marketing. You type in, um, if you haven't used it yet, you basically type in a written prompt is what it's called. And then it responds with things for you. So if I would type in, uh, tell me the six steps to creating an online course, it would probably come back with some of the steps for me. But what I have found in the, while I've been using it is most of these things, they're bland, they're kind of boring, they're indistinct, they're kind of this high level, is it six steps? Yes. Is it six really good steps? No. So make sure you can definitely use it to inspire you if you're at this like roadblock or this place where you're thinking, hey, I I just have this blank screen and I don't know where to start. I think it can be a great tool to give you some inspiration, to give you some ideas to work with, but then you need to go back and change them up, make them intriguing, make them interesting, make them curiosity building, put in your stories, put in your voice. That's the part that ChatGPT is not as good at. So use it for inspiration, but definitely don't use it just raw the way it is because it's it's your voice and your stories that changes the content from super vague to really interesting and appealing to the people that want to work with you okay so a couple more for you unspecified 
So this one's really good. Um, if you just miss something and it's not specified, it could come off as vague. So make sure you've put everything you need to in your communications. And then this is another good one for me. These were all synonyms. If it's generalized, it's probably vague. So um, generalizations are always an issue. And I know my kids really hate it when I will start generalizing about their generation. <laughs> but especially if you're trying to reach your perfect students, you want them to feel like you are the perfect answer to their specific and unique problem. Not with some generalized kind of answers, but with really specific solutions. Okay, two more that may come up for you. Um, perplexing is one that if your students or your readers or your prospects are there, if they're perplexed, they more than likely won't take any actions with you. So try to avoid being perplexing. <laughs> and then the last one, I thought this was also something to think about. If it's unknown, it will be vague. And you need to follow up with a question like, is this unknown by me or is this unknown by my students? So if it's something that you don't personally know, maybe you need to go do some more studying or some more research. Or if it's something that your students don't know, how can you help them with it? Teach it to them, add another lesson, like where are things unknown that they really need? I think that's another uh, version of this vague question that can improve your course. So I hope you enjoyed this deep dive into the question, is it vague? And you could kind of see how this could improve everything you're doing. If you want some help with this, definitely get into the topic and title challenge because I want you to come work with me. We're gonna spend a big chunk of the week turning things from kind of bland and boring and unspecific and get them focused in and unique to your voice. And then the last thing I want to end with is a huge thank you to everyone who listens to this podcast on the Good Pods app. I got a notice from Good Pods today that the Course Creators HQ podcast made the top listener charts from Good Pods. So we were number 21 out of the top 100 marketing and then number 11 in the top 100 indie marketing and number 24 on indie entrepreneurship. So thank you so much. That would not be possible without you and without you listening on the Good Pods app because that's how they do their rankings and their tracking. It's kind of a fun app if you want to see what some of your friends are using. If you all get on it and get connected, you can see like what other podcasts are people listening to. And they're super, super supportive of independent podcasters. So thanks so much. Appreciate you all for listening. Um, and just in general, listening to this podcast, it's so much fun to create for you. And I hope it's helpful. I've had some folks mention that they've gotten some good ideas. So hopefully you got at least one phrase, one question, one concept that you can use today, then that has made my day. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for following and subscribing. Usually it's 
the three dots um, on your app when you're listening. You can go up and hit follow or hit subscribe. That's kind of the best way to get going and make sure you don't miss any of the episodes. So thanks for being here. Hope I get to connect with you next week. And for sure, we'll have another episode for you. Enjoy that question. Is it vague? And just start seeing let me know, like, are you using it? Are you finding places where it's making a big difference in your marketing, in your courses? I'm really curious if it's as helpful for you all as it was for me as I was driving in the car yesterday and thinking about, oh my goodness, there's so many ways we can use this. So take care, have a wonderful week, and I will catch you on the next episode. 